there, Jesus is coming, and you can tell. You can tell there's revival going on at Asbury College. Men and women are casting out demons. It's time. Jesus is showing himself so that we won't perish, so that we will believe. It's better if you don't see and you believe, but it's not as well that once you perish, and I believe he is causing a revival, and I don't think it's going to end until he gets here. And I don't know how long that can go on, but that's just what I feel like he's showing me. So let's acknowledge him and we'll talk some more. Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you that you're not satisfied that one person would perish. We thank you, Lord, that it is your will, that you care, that every person has a chance to know the truth. You're so gracious and kind. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And so, you know, he said, just like in the day of Noah, will be coming of the Son of Man. For just as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying women, giving and marriage, until the very day that Noah went into the ark. That's what's happening. Jesus is coming. And even in the midst of what's happening, many still don't believe. And they're still carrying on as life as usual. And even I hear some saying that, you know, this revival will end. But I don't think that it's going to. I think this is what Jesus is saying. What he is saying is it's not as well that one would perish. And so he's showing himself. Men and women are casting out demons. Demons are manifesting. In Asbury College, people are so absorbed in the presence of God, they can't leave. Time isn't a factor. And in our world today, time is a factor. So it's so apparent that he's here. He's showing himself. Dreams and visions, the things that he said were going to happen, are happening. And so just as in the days before the flood, life is usual. And um, I'm thinking that Ark should have got someone's attention, right? I'm thinking so. I, I'm thinking that huge Ark and Noah putting all his effort into that. Day and night, he's working on this ark, and it's not making any sense to anyone else. And just like many of the women of men, men and women of God are, are doing their work, and others think it's a waste of time, that we're foolish, and that Jesus probably won't come in our lifetime if he comes. And that's because we're not paying attention. He said, watch and pray, give strict attention to the fact that he is coming, or when he does come, for you, it will be like a thief in the night. Just like in the day of Noah, it started pouring out. They had nowhere to go. They drowned. Jesus is going to come suddenly, and if you're not ready, you're going to perish. He said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And everything he says in his word, you can see him working. You can see him working so that we get knowledge, so that we can see him. 
He's showing himself, and he's drawing all those people to a building where he is. Maybe not in his presence, but in spirit. He's there, and you can tell. And then there are some that, you know, just don't believe it. And, you know, people are so religious, like the Pharisees, that they just can't see. And Jesus wants to put away that. He wants us to get rid of that. And just believe him and stop trying to figure it out in your head. And get rid of the jealousy that you might have. He has something for you to do. You don't need to be jealous. But I believe those who are not hungry for him are, but are hungry for power, he's not going to use them because he's looking for the humble, those who will look to him, those who depend on him. So um, he said that just as in the days of Noah, will be the coming of the Son of Man. So it will just be, for those who aren't watching, it'll just be shock, shocking. Noah was God's friend. He knew what was going to happen. And for those of us who are listening, we know what's going to happen. And we can see it happening. So Jesus said that if we believed in him, we would do his work. And those of us who are willing to do his work are the vessels he's going to work through. I want to read to you in Corinthians. It says that there are distinctive varieties and distributions of endowments, gifts, extraordinary powers, distinguishing certain Christians due to the power of divine grace operating and their souls by the Holy Spirit, and they vary but the Holy Spirit remains the same. And there are distinctive varieties of services and administrations, but it is the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive varieties of operation of working and accomplished things, but the same God who inspires and energizes them all. So to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and profit. To one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak a message of wisdom, to another the power to express a word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Holy Spirit, to another wonder-working faith by the same Holy Spirit, to another extraordinary powers of healing by the one Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophetic insight, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, to another the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterances and the true spirits and false ones, to another various kinds of unknown tongues, to another the ability to interpret such tongues. All these are gifts, achievements, abilities, are, are inspired and brought to pass by one in the same Holy Spirit, who apportions to each person individually exactly as he chooses. And so we don't get to pick the gift, but the gifts are for the purpose of drawing in the lost sheep, the lost who don't know 
He wants everyone to know. So God has been talking to me about my gift, and I have the gift, the extraordinary powers of healing. And he wants me to use that gift that he gave me through Zoom. And so I'm going to be doing that. But first, he wants me to teach on healing because you can get healed. You, you can have a miraculous healing and lose it if you don't under, understand the things that are going on in the spirit, if you don't understand that the enemy is going to come and try to take that from you. And so we have to learn how to keep our healing, otherwise it doesn't do any good to be healed. And God chooses what he's going to do. And I'm just a willing vessel. And he told me I have the gift of healing. And um, I had an experience once actually in a church, and he said his power was there to heal, which is what we're going to do um, when he says his power is here to heal. That, that's when we're going to have that meeting through Zoom. And um, so he said his power was there to heal. And I was in a church, and I saw him go through me. I knew he was on the inside of me. And um, it was amazing. And But I was stopped. Um, I was just stopped. People were getting in line. They could see God's power coming through me, but it was stopped. And I never had the opportunity again because the churches are like that. They're like the Pharisees. They just don't want anything happening in the church um, that they haven't discerned as right, I guess. But so anyway, I am just a willing vessel. I'm no one special, but God wants to heal you. And if you can believe that he can just use a willing vessel, as he did fishermen, to somebody who said, okay, Lord, I didn't choose it. It says right here, the Holy Spirit chooses it. I'm excited. I'm excited to teach you what I know about healing. And um, then whenever he said, whenever he says his power is here to heal, then we're going to have that meeting. And so I hope that you invite your friends, anybody that you know that needs healing, because I believe God is going to do a supernatural thing. But the thing is, is you got to have faith. All throughout um, Jesus' ministry, he said, everyone that got healed, he said, your faith has made you well. And so even though I have this gift, this beautiful gift, that I can share with you, you have to have faith to receive it. And so you're not going to look at the person, but you're going to see that God uses a willing vessel. And also I want to encourage you to find out what your gift is, what he wants you to do. He's coming and he's showing himself. What better way to show himself? than through his willing vessels. He doesn't need anything, anyone, but this is the way he chooses, as we just read, to do his work. This is the way he's choosing. And the way he chooses to do things is never the same, and so we don't want to put him in a box of any kind. I never imagined that I would 
be doing this through a camera, um, through Zoom. I, I just always thought that it would be in a place, which I'm sure that that will come, but this is where he's asked me to start in this time. And, you know, um, going into a church and, as I said, to do as well isn't always possible. And so, of course, he's going to use whatever means he can to do his work. And, and it's all because he loves his people. He wants to show his people he cares. And, you know, God, his kindness brings us to repentance. So I can see how, you know, and his sheep are lost and they're looking. They're looking for a shepherd and they can't find one. And so those of us who are listening are will and are willing, he's using us to bring them in. He he just does what he does. We can't we can't tell him what to do and how to do it and who to use. It's his decision. And so th those people that are lost, when they get touched and they see how much God loves them, that's that's drawing them to God. And we can be a part of that. He's asking us to be a part of it. You know, he told me this a while back that revival would happen before he comes. And, and you know, how long has it been since people were casting out demons and laying hands on the sick? I mean, in numbers. And it's been a while. And anyway, he showed me that was going to happen before it happened, and it's because he's so in love with his people. It's not as well that one should perish. And so he said, if you love me, if you believe in me, you're going to do what I was doing. And so he's choosing those who believe him enough to go and do what he said. I believe he's going to use me. That's why I'm here telling you what he told me. I'm depending on him. I rely on him. And that experience that I had in church that day was so exciting and gave me great faith to know that he is. He's going to, his, his power is going to flow through me to you. And if you have faith, you can be healed. And so let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us, for telling us things to come. We thank you that you're here and you're drawing in the lost sheep. We thank you that you're involving us in your life, that you've chosen us to do your work. I just honor and praise you, Lord. I thank you so much. Teach us. Keep teaching us. Keep showing us your way. We love you and praise you. I just think it's so amazing how he, he just chooses us to do his work. It's so amazing how he's just not going to let things go. He's not just talk. You know, it's not my will that one would perish. So he's doing something about it. And we got to look, you know, just like in that day, you know, Noah's building the ark and many aren't looking and they're just looking at it as sometimes people fabricating things. And 
not, you know, I hear so many people say, well, I don't believe that. I, I thought it was for then, and this is for now. And you know what I want to say to you? The reason you don't believe it is because you're not having a relationship with Jesus. You're not giving him your heart. You're not letting him talk to you or teach you. If you don't believe it, that isn't faith. If you don't believe it, it proves to me that you're not fellowshipping with him. Because if you were, you would believe. So, tomorrow we're going to start learning. We're going to start learning faith, and we're going to prepare for that time that he will appoint where he's going to heal. So thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.